0: Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Post Game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Oh, my God. i It's not even like I have the biggest problem with the way they played tonight. I mean, the first half especially, I thought, you know, they played well. They limited the devil's chances. They just couldn't score. It seemed like they were going to get something going eventually. Hit, you know, four posts in the first 30 minutes of the game or so. But Oh, they just—they never—they never found their rhythm. Never really got going, and it was just a typical, typical New Jersey, right? <laughs> New Jersey, typical. Um, just, just a frustrating game. No, just, I—I I have so little to say about this one. It's, I. Uh, this team is supposed to score. That's the one thing, you know. Keeping pucks out of their own net. The goalie situation. Not really knowing. Uh, not really knowing what the defense is yet. I get it. They give up some goals. Um, You know, the penalty kill sucks, but they actually, what was it tonight? They killed both. So not too shabby. Um, Yeah. uh, The penalty kill sucks, but uh, they killed both tonight. So you you like their chances and uh, uh, it's, they didn't score. Um, You know, you can use the posts, you can use the word do as excuses and uh, as long as you want, but At the end of the day, you're supposed to score goals, and you're absolutely supposed to score goals at home, and this team just isn't doing it right now. Uh, One against Florida, none tonight. That's just not good enough. Um, As somebody with who's actually – I will actually not be here on Saturday. I will be attending the game uh, as a fan for the first time this season. So I'm – you know, the optimist in me is thinking, oh, they're just – they're going to have a big outburst at home on – at home on Saturday and Vasilevsky's, you know, Vasilevsky's out indefinitely. So, hey, maybe they'll catch a break there. Not that the Flyers ever catch a break when they run into a backup goaltender, but I'm just, I would feel so much, again, this is the way, the way losses go right now. I would feel, because I, again, I'm not crazy upset about the way they played tonight. They just need to freaking score. It's what they're, it's supposed to be the strength of this team, especially with the offensive depth. JVR coming back tonight looked really dangerous, The first, especially, again, in the first period and a half. Um, I just the power play 0 for 4, that can't be. That just can't be. You need to be able to put in one a game on the power play. That needs to be your average. Uh, I, I just, man... Um, just frustrating frustrating game and it always is against uh, frustrating so frustrating always is against the devils it seems but uh let's just get right to you guys because let's uh let's see what let's see what we got all right brutal yeah I, I agree there um, what did Wayne Simmons uh, do to get a 10 minute penalty I think they were just trying to keep the game calm games over at that point um, they're not gonna let him or Severson let the game out of get out of hand there's no point in the refs allowing a fight, a potential injury or anything. I get it. Just get the guys who are going to start some shit out of there if it's, you know, why let it happen if it doesn't need to? Um I, you know, a 10-minute misconduct is just a way to get him out of there. Uh let's see. Simmer can't hit an open net. That was absolutely freaking ridiculous. Um but seriously, is it Haxtall's inability to manage goalies or have all the ones he's coached been in the NHL been injury prone? Um, I mean there have been times where I've felt his goalie management um, has worked against, you know, some of the guys he's had, especially a veteran like Brian Elliott. Um, Michael Neuvert's just injury prone, so nothing you can really do there. Um, You know, he started a bunch in a row, but it just seemed like he got caught up. I need to see that goal again because honestly, and I'm not going to say they lost because of the goalie interference. You score, you need to, even if that goal counts, you lost two to one, like score a goal, you know? Um, but I, I feel like Brian Elliott's skate kind of got, uh, hooked by the devil on the post on the far post, uh, on the wraparound, but I might've just missed it. I need to see it again. I haven't seen the replay. Um, you know, since the game ended, I came right here. I didn't, I didn't watch it, but, uh, it, I, Looked like maybe it could have been called. But, again, that's not why they lost. That goalie interference, uh, JVR, just needs to be a little more disciplined. You need to not just brush by the goalie. I get you're trying to get right up in his face. You're trying to get in his kitchen. Maybe he's a little outside the crease there. But at the end of the day, you can't contact the goalie, especially like that. Gets his glove, gets his helmet, no goal. It's it's a, I don't mind the challenge, even though it cost him the timeout, just because the league seems to – Make goalie interference up as they go, pretty much. So I don't mind the challenge. Uh, give it another look. Give the give the league a chance to not know what it's talking about. That shit happens all the time, so that's fine. It's just, I come on, guys. You gotta win at home. You gotta get a point out of that game. Something to give. Something to give the people. Something to want to come back. You know, like on Saturday, it's an afternoon game and. How excited are people even going to be for it? Tampa's good. Like, I, I, At a certain point, I didn't agree with the whole fan apathy thing that Brad wrote. Um, I'm not apathetic towards this team. I care, and I cover them. And there's plenty of opportunities to just go, ah, whatever. You know? But like, I'm a fan, and I love this team, and I get charged up for every game. But you see stuff like tonight and just go, come on. Make a trade. I wouldn't be above it. I'm not. I'm not saying like absolutely they need to shake something up, but oof, this there's something this group man. They just too inconsistent. Who comes up from Lehigh Valley to back up Pickard? I can't believe I just said that. Uh, they probably go back to Alex Lyon. I would guess. Fire Hackstall. I mean, yeah, sure, but Hackstall's not the one not scoring. Like he's not the one who says hit five posts in a game. At least if Ottawa wins, then Pittsburgh will be the worst team in the conference, so we have that going for us. You know what? That even pisses me off because Pittsburgh, our number one, like the big impediment to the Flyers over the last how long, you know, pff, they suck right now, and you can't even take advantage of that. What's with all the scouts attending these games, a trade coming? You know, a lot of t- – I mean, a lot of – is visit- so much, oh, there's a scout at the game. They must – one, you could be scouting either team. Two, there's such a thing as advanced scouting where guys are just going to see, you know, what the Flyers do. If, if, you know, personally, if I'm a scout of some team that won't see the Flyers for a few weeks, I'm saying let's take all the penalties we can because this power play can't freaking score. So if we have to defend illegally, it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, That was not goaltending interference. He hit him, man. You can't run into the goalie. You can't. I, you know he's right on the he's right on the edge of the crease. When he goes down, he's in the crease. You can't brush the goalie like that. I know that it's inconsistently called and all that, but you just need to be more disciplined and not contact the goalie. Uh, if Haxtall uses this as a reason to play Yorol, then I'm going to be furious. And honestly, the bottom six uh, was pretty good tonight. I can't see them getting a uh, Yuri back into the lineup. Really, uh, maybe he will. I mean, I don't really care about. Uh, that's not the problem. That's the thing is I don't care about the fourth line right now. I need to know why this team can't score, especially, you know, on the power play. Like That's what's killing them. It's, it's not even the goalies. It's not, you know, their third pair D. It's not fourth line decisions. What's killing them right now is the strengths of this team aren't the strengths. You need to score on the power play. Your top lines need to win their matchups. That's what they're out there to do. If your best players aren't your best players, the rest of the shit doesn't matter at all. Uh, can these players start personalizing their stick curves better uh, to be able to? Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. What are you shocked at? This is a 500 team at best. They win three and lose three. That's been the modern uh, under the except. For, I mean, that really hasn't been the case. Like since the 10 game losing streak last year, they are a well above 500 team. Uh, I, I said that, and it was. On Monday's show, they'd played 79 games since the 10-game losing streak, and they had an incredible record. It's almost a full season's worth of games. Like, I get that that's what they're – they're capable of much more than that, and they've shown it uh, in large portions. It's just the strengths of this team – you can't have the top two lines just come away empty handed you can't have a power play that's gone this long this poorly i know and we talked about this on monday as well how i often equate uh how i often equate a power play with a power hitter in baseball you know when when ryan howard is not on my God, it looked like he was never going to touch another baseball again. And then when he was on, he carried the team for three weeks. And that's kind of what a power play does. But the valleys can't be this low. You can't be two for 40 or whatever the hell they are now. Sucks Wayne is looking so out of place. His trade value dropping. I, I, they're not going to – it just doesn't – what does trading Wayne Simmons get you? I guess I, you just have to hope he gets – You know. That's what Wayne, Wayne, Simmons has been a, a streaky goal scorer throughout his career. The streaks seem to be shorter in goal scoring and longer in, uh, in you know, coming up empty handed lately, but this is what he is, you know, seven games without a goal, four games with a goal. That's what he is. All around bad, bad offense, bad defense, bad power play, bad penalty kill. What do they do well? I mean, defensively, they haven't been that bad. I mean, they give up two the other night, two tonight. They're not giving up a ton of high danger chances. Uh, a def- I think the biggest surprise, honestly, to me, this uh, to this point, is they're not all that bad defensively. Five, If you take away how bad they are in the penalty kill, five-on-five five defense really hasn't been that big of a problem for this team. Um, when they do have breakdowns, they tend to end up in the back of the net, so maybe that skews it a little, but I think – Five on five defense, which I thought was going to be one of the weaknesses of this team, really hasn't been that bad. They're just not capitalizing on their own opportunities right now. At the end of the day, the coach is not the deciding factor in these games; it's the players, and that's where I am. You know, I don't like Dave Haxtell. I don't think he's the coach that's going to take this team to the next level. But that's—I don't see that as what's costing this team right now. It's just not coming through in in the big moments that's as as much as that's not you know analytical and uh you know it's well the numbers doesn't you just need to come up and make a play sometimes uh just as i said the flyers would show their mediocrity by following up the winning streak with a losing streak uh, they haven't really done that all that much in the last year i know what the i know what the narrative about this mediocre team is but in the last calendar year that's not who they've been Uh, PK looks marginally better with attacking mindset. Rather get beat with three quick passes than standing. Uh, yeah, I will say the penalty kill over the last couple nights has been somewhat improved, uh, looking a little more aggressive. I like the, I honestly like the groups that they had out there tonight. Uh, Lawton and Weese and Couturier with Giroux. I think those are probably right now the groups that give you the uh, the best chance, especially with Wayne Simmons not really contributing on the PK like he has in the past. Uh, Five posts, no goals, 0 for 4 on the power play. Yeah, I mean, um, a blown goalie interference, giving a player his first career goal. Yeah, you know, that's just what it, I mean, I don't think it was a blown goalie interference. You can't touch the goalie. We're shocked because they should be better. And they absolutely should be, and they've shown it at points. Again, in the first half of this game, they were very much carrying play, and just a couple of things don't go right, and they're right back into that. Oh, let's sag for a second. Oh, the Devils, you know, take advantage. And that's just what it is. Other teams are capitalizing on the few opportunities the Flyers give them, and the Flyers just hit posts, fumbled past, uh, turnover at the worst possible time. And that's what the first Golden just a bad puck gets a little stuck maybe a little off target pass Nolan Patrick trying to fish it out of his skates um not really sure thought maybe the ice wasn't great because there were a couple of fumbles right around that area for both teams but can't use that as an excuse just trying to look as why you know Patrick who's usually pretty sure-handed looked like he needed to double clutch on that one reach back for it a little but it's just one bad turnover in the net one nothing but that shouldn't kill your game plan that shouldn't kill your momentum, It you should just look at it and go, hey, if we get a couple, if we get one or two bounces, we're winning this game. And that just doesn't seem to be the mindset right now. I don't know. Uh, man, the f- comments are coming in fast and furious. I'm trying to keep up, guys. I love how fired up everyone is after this one. Really enjoying it. I'm trying to keep up with the comments. They just... I, I hate the way Facebook does comments. I can't scroll up so far. Uh, why can't our team throw bodies? Why, do they just, why did they scratch Radco, the only D-man that takes good shots on net for McDonald? I, Radco was sick. And Mc- Radco doesn't take good shots. Radco takes a ton of shots, but they're not good. There's usually there's usually no one in front i i really really dislike radko's shot selection i think he has a good shot and if he was smarter with the puck he could you know produce some points off of it uh, but the fact that so little ever comes from his shots is a pretty good indication that he doesn't have good shot selection he has a nice shot and i would, but he's just not i don't think he's sure-handed enough to make a make a decision to hold it an extra second to maybe feed it to somebody and then you know get into a better shooting position he shoots and i'll give him that but it usually amounts to nothing because it's not a great shot. Selection, not a great shot. Selection. Simmons' frustration was justifi- justified. No one plays with determination. No one plays with the same fire we once had. This team hasn't been the same in God knows how long. I don't see that. I just see it. execution is the biggest problem right now. I mean, you hit four posts, you go 0 on the power play. That's not about determination. That's just about execution. I don't understand uh, all the cross ice passes through traffic. Yeah, it's it's how they get it's how they get goalies moving, and it's it's an effective strategy sometimes. But uh, they when it's Giroud and Voracek, sure. But I think some guys force it too much, and Giroud and Voracek are excellent passers. Other guys aren't them, you know. And it's okay to not be Giroud and Voracek, especially Giroud when it comes to passing. I, I I do think they take way too many. I think Tom Fody uh, said on Twitter tonight, just way too many low percentage plays. And I hate to try to stifle this team's creativity because there are some creative guys, but nights like the last few when you just need to fucking get pucks on net and get greasy and just get a goal and go from there, I, I – I'm all for the creative stuff when when things are clicking. Uh, it's just about it's about timing. It, it really is just about knowing who you are and knowing what the situation is. Uh, you know, two to one game, sure. Halfway through a game, you're down one nothing. Can't get anything going. Put that shit on net and crash the net. I, I just situational decision making. Yeah, I just don't see it as no consistency, no motivation. I don't really see it that way. I don't have a huge problem with the way they played for most of the game tonight. Uh, Again, nobody dominates for 60 minutes. I really don't. This isn't, I don't think this is a heart or desire thing. This is just a guys need to do their jobs. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the. I don't see the lifeless team thing. That's not what I'm looking at. They controlled play for a lot of this game. Impossible to make a play when all they do is take point shots and hope for deflections. I honestly would have been fine with more low to high tonight if it would have meant getting more pucks towards the net. What did they actually get on net tonight? Yeah, 29, that's not enough. Uh, How many blocks and misses? Let's see here. Again, clicked the wrong one. I will never... I will never guess right on which game summary or event summary to click um, when I'm doing it, especially on the fly. Event summary. Come here, you son of a bitch. All right. They had 29 on net, 14 blocked, 25. Yeah, like they missed the net as many times as they hit the net. 29 shots on goal, 25 that missed, and another 14 blocked you need to get these through. I, I I don't, that's all there is to it. And I, I know that you're trying to pick a spot and it's not just as easy. And then, you know, you hit the goalie in the chest 40 times and everyone, oh, they're not even, you know, I get it. But man, you need to get the pucks through somehow. And let, cause you have guys who are good down low, whether it's Patrick and Limblom, whether it's Simmons, JVR back tonight, you have guys who are good down low. If you're going to do the low to high thing, get the goddamn puck through. I feel like TK hasn't taken advantage of his time on the top line. You know, I was talking about this with some people off the line tonight, and he just didn't take, He, at least to this point, again, it's still relatively early, but at least to this point, he did not take the step um, in terms of progression that we all expected him to. He's got some leash on that top line. You know, he's out there with Giroux, one of the best playmakers in the league. He's out there with Couturier, who does a ton of heavy lifting. Konechny needs to be engaged. Konechny needs to be just running around out there. He needs to fire everything he can. He needs to be in the other team's head. He's a guy who just doesn't, ah, like I want to, he's a guy who really needs to step up, I think, in, in Travis Kinechny. Um He's one of my biggest disappointments to this point in the season. Well, you know, Provorov is, he's coming along. I, I assume he'll snap into being what he's supposed to be at some point. Gostas Bear has been up and down, but I will tell you, in terms of guys, I'm disappointed in TK, way up there right now. Are, they, are we wearing the black jerseys for the stadium series? Or are they going to come out with a special jersey? I have to. It's definitely going to be a special jersey. No way is the NHL going to miss an opportunity to sell jerseys to fans. They don't do that. JVR had a good first game back. Yeah, it wasn't as not- noticeable in I'd say the second half. Definitely had some good jump, definitely looked dangerous. Looking forward to him getting in a rhythm, getting going on that line. Um I know just last game I said I wanted to see uh, perhaps wanted to see perhaps, you know, that line be held together with Simmons and Wheel and JVR for a little bit. See what they could do because I think there's a way to make it work. But man thinking about what they are, maybe they do need Scott Lawton. Uh, maybe the, the, that line, the only, my only hesitation in wanting Scott Lawton to jump up to 3C is there's no way they're going to use wheel as 4C, and so then we're looking at, we're looking at Letera, Weese, and NAK or Raffle when he's back in December. Um, you know, as a fourth line, and I'm just not in love with that at all. But again, bottom six isn't the problem right now. You know, the top guys need to do their thing, and that power play needs to get going. Uh, I'll accept that the penalty kill. I mean, I'm, I'm going to complain about it and say constantly that the penalty kill is a failure and has been a failure under Ian Le and that needs to be remedied. But I'll accept that the penalty kill is just shit. There is no reason that the power play is bad. None. I refuse to accept that. I don't care if they're in a slump. I don't care if the, you know, oh it's predictable, same guy. Whatever. Get it done out there. You have all these guys. All people tell me is, oh, Giroud just pads his stats on the power play. You know, if that was true, he'd have Miko Rantanen's numbers right now. Like, and if you watched Colorado's game last night, Jesus Christ, that is a fun team to watch. Go out of your way to watch more Avalanche games. Uh, that top line, thing of beauty. Uh, back to the Flyers. Um, I just, I refuse to accept that the power play can't get it done. Especially, like, even at a 20% clip, you need to be, I don't care if the second unit never scores. Last year at 19.5%, that's all the top unit. Um, that's where they need to be. They need to be at at least 20%. And they're not even close to getting it done right now. Our passing is not good as a whole. Too much passing and too much through traffic passing. Yeah, as 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 cliche as it is, this is a team that needs to simplify. When they get going uh, is when they can try – it's, it's chicken or the egg, you know, is it, well, we finally started to click and now we can, you know, be more creative or is it constantly pushing. You're finally going to break through right now. It ain't breaking through. You need to simplify. You need to get greasy. Uh, this team, I, I realize they're, they're built to make more skilled plays than they have been in the past, but they're not there right now. Teams are not allowing for it. You need to get greasy and, uh, just, yeah, the overpassing, uh, I will stick up for how much they pass sometimes just because it's how they generate offense, get goalies moving side to side, but where the passes are coming from, especially just, man, we need to, if, you, if we're going to go low to high, go from behind the net into the slot. You know, don't go from the half boards to the point, go from behind the net to the slot. I, just not enough guys in the high traffic areas. It's very fixable. Just seems very, very fixable. Five-on-five was fine. Power play is just killing us. And I never thought that that would – again, I don't know how many times I can say I never in a million years thought that that would be the problem with this team. (laughs) Like five-on-five – power play has been good, and five-on-five is what's been killing us for a couple of years now. This is a pretty decent five-on-five team. They just can't seem to get anything going offensively. When do you think they should shake up top two lines? You know, as much – uh, and I'm going to come off like I'm just changing my mind reacting here because I've said I want to keep those top two lines together um, for as long as possible because I think they're going to break through. But right now, man, it just doesn't feel like it. It just feels like maybe um, go back to the Giroux, Couturier, Voracek Uh, I I hate to punish, seemingly punish Lindblom for not anything that's real. Like, he's one of the guys who stands out most nights. I would say, like, Lindblom is one of my few uh, assigning blame to guys. He's one of the few people i want to move around. But maybe a a JVR, maybe, uh, you know, that JVR-Patrick-Konechny trio, something like that, just to get them going. I, I love JVR in a third-line role and using him on power play one. Uh, but you know, I it, they have a lot of options. That's what, If they want to shake things up, um, they have a lot of options. I don't want to shake things up with, oh, yeah, guess what? Yuri Laterra 3C. Like, no, that's wrong. But I do, they do have options in terms of their top six and their top nine. So a shake-up maybe isn't the worst thing in the world, just to wake everybody up, get everyone seeing different things out there, give defenses different looks because – It just seems like there are fixes, but nothing is working right now. can't crash the net bill. Goaltenders now need to be addressed by their full name and asked if they're ready. No, you just can't run into the goalie. That's all there is to it. You can crash the net plenty. You just can't run into the goalie. You can't punch his glove and you can't elbow him in the head. Like I I know that it's frustrating and I know that we've seen it called both ways and the inconsistency of the NHL in pretty much every aspect of everything um, is really, really frustrating. But that was goalie interference. You can't hit the goalie. <laughs> I like the offensive effort tonight. What was our expected goal percentage? I bet we won that. I don't know if that's sarcasm or not. And i accept it as sarcasm because it is super frustrating when they do make plays and don't cash in. And they did so in the first 30 or so minutes of this game. Made some really good offensive plays and just hit posts. Uh, you know, just fumbled a pass here or there. Just the margin of error really low, um, but they—I'm not. That's why I'm not crazy upset about the way they played tonight. It's just that, man, especially when you get another good goaltending effort, and of course, Brian Elliott hurt now, so we have to go to Cal Pickard, and God knows what else—maybe me or you or Neil Little or Brian Boucher or what, whatever. <laughs> You know how Alex Lyons going to – I don't know. Uh, but when you get a good goaltending effort like you got again tonight because they're not going to be there all season like we see right now, what are the chances Cal Pickard plays really well on Saturday against the Lightning? And that's part of my frustration more than anything because I'm not upset, again, with the way they've played lately. They've come up short, and that sucks, but you lose games sometimes. It just goes back to the way they played early when you gave away so many games, my rants about getting blown out. Can't lose. You lose the home opener, you lose the home opener, whatever you lose eight to two. That means you didn't play. Uh, And when you, when you've already given away a handful of games, when you lose a game, when you get good goaltending and just hit five posts, it really, really hurts. Uh, And I know this team's, this team's capable of going on runs, but it wasn't supposed to be like that again this year. It wasn't supposed to, oh yeah, we're just going to get through Thanksgiving and then uh, hope it all comes together around the holidays and then we make our mad dash to the end and oh yeah, we're a three seed, we're a wild card, we ran into a better team in the first round and the end. Like It wasn't supposed to be that way this year and ah, here we are. I feel like TK wants the game to come to him too much. I... It's really weird with him because he is a guy who attacks so much. You do see that little bit of a uh, Brad Marchand in him. And then you just he just isn't I don't want to say engaged, but yes, engaged. Like I, I I'm not saying he's not playing hard. And I would be frustrated if I was him too when it's just not all clicking maybe the way he thought it would. You know, in year 3 playing on this top line. But uh, yeah, it's it's I like that I'm not angry. I like that I'm frustrated and I'm ready to watch the next one, you know, because I just see a lot of – I see some positives here. I'm taking positives away from their losses, but that in turn is making me more frustrated because it's like, ah, execute a couple of times, make a couple of plays, and these games are very, very different. Really wanted Patrick to show the Devils why he deserved to be the number one pick. Didn't play like it tonight. You know, that is something Uh, I I want. I want Patrick and like, listen, it's we get Nico, we get Patrick, whatever. Cool. You know, we got lucky. So it is what it is. But I want him to carry that with him. And when he makes that play that happened, and I I mean, it's I can't even fully blame him because it's not like the pass was great. But a turnover that leads to the goal and it's the game winning goal. Ah, even if you make that mistake, put it behind you and make two plays to make up for it. And it just wasn't there tonight, but wasn't there for anyone tonight. I just, man. Opinion on power play of Ghost, G. Voracek, JVR, and Patrick. That is what I want. Um I I I, I think it's time for a little bit of a different configuration. The um and I just wish Jake would go lower in the zone sometimes, but. Just not his game. I think it's uh, like – I think Jake Voracek is a guy who's going to put up the same number of points when he's 35 as he puts up now, but he's going to have to mature his game and, like, learn to play a little different way. Um, on time, he's going to be good on the half wall, and he's going to be a good perimeter player his whole career. Because he's, But you just see it tonight, like the little glimpses of it. That play he made, uh, gets the puck down low, just shrugs a dude off, sends him flying – and it's, oh man, if you just had a little bit more power forward in you, um, you know, uh, but that's, I want to see a little bit of a different configuration. And those are the five I want. Um, Patrick and JVR, I think those two could be a real, real interesting duo, both in the slot, both doing different things, both popping behind the net. Um, Giroux, I want him switching behind with with uh with with Patrick a little bit and getting getting Patrick a little on the half wall, getting Patrick to distribute from behind the net. Like there are just it just seems like they have options and this power play is stagnant. I think that's a great word for it. Uh, they know what they do well and they only do that. And sure, they get a chance as, oh well, they'll bury that one. Well, it's been like that for a month now, where you're just like, oh, we're this close. Nah, man, you need to create more than one chance on a power play, and that chance looks beautiful, and you just go, oh, they missed by that much, but you need to be, this power play, with the star power they have on it, with the offensive ability, guys who can can distribute, guys who have a history of scoring goals, needs to be better, that's all there is to it. The Flyers' power play, breakout, and setup has been the same for three years. Predictable. Everyone knows when a shot's coming. Too many blocked shots and forwards waiting at the blue line. Flat-footed. The flatfootedness, um, they do that play where they suck everyone over and then enter on the opposite side, and that works sometimes. But it still gives the defense too much time to react. I agree with that. There needs to be uh, more movement, and uh, they, uh, even on the entries when they do the slingshot play. Even if they're going to continue doing that, everyone else needs to be moving more, set some moving picks. I'm not saying interfere. I am. Uh, but like the chemo team in an interference where you don't actually hit the guy, so it's not really interference. And honestly, the way the games have been called the last two nights, especially defensively, uh, with what the Panthers were doing, the Devils to some extent, but the Panthers was obvious. Um if they're going to let them hold you up at the blue line, you need to do something else. I know we can complain about it and go that's supposed to be obstruction, but if they let it go for an entire game, you can't just keep running into a wall and expecting it to go any differently. Limblom isn't someone I'd blame. It's not often he has a bad game. No, with with all his with his skill in different things, he's he's a he, he he does the little things and that's that's such again another cliche, but it's one of the reasons I'm I'm like hesitant to try to switch up what he's doing because he's been one of the, I would say his production. I expected him to be a good player, but, um, him producing at this level, finishing, uh, he hit a couple of posts the last two night. That's going to happen. Everyone else hits them too. It's, Oh, just another guy hitting posts, but Lindblom's been one of the more consistent price spots this year. So I'm like, we need a shake up, but is that the shakeup? I, yeah, it's tough. Again, it seems like there are options. Time for coach Q. I'm all for it. Bring him in. Again, I don't think right now, like my issues with this team right now at this moment at 1018 on Thursday October or Thursday November 15th. That's I'm pretty sure it's today. Um are not my issues are not Dave Hackstall right at this moment. But it again, do I think he should be the coach when I prefer a guy who's won three cups? Freaking obviously. Amac was okay, fam. Sanheim, out. I really doubt it. Uh, Let's—that's something I wanted to see because thought I've been—I thought I noticed Sanheim a little more um, than usual tonight, uh, and his his ice time has had a little bit of a bump lately. And the coach does seem to go to him when they're down. Uh, let's seventeen. Yeah, 17 so he played in a minute six shorthanded, so that's cool. Uh, I love using Sandheim on the PK. I'm a big fan of that because, one, it's not like the penalty kill could be any worse. Two, it's not like the stay-at-home guys defend the front of the net anyway. Three, you just need someone to win a race and then do something when he gets to the puck. And Sanheim can win a race, and he can do something when he gets to the puck. So I'm a big fan of that. So let's see. What, how was the ice time distributed tonight? 23.03 uh, for Provorov. 20.33 for Ghost. 19.29 for Hague, And 17.04 for Sanheim. So Sanheim played the fourth most minutes again. Uh, I'm, I'm pro that. He played what, a full minute more than Andrew McDonald. Uh, And they both had the same amount. Yeah, McDonald, 118, shorthanded, Sanheim, 106. So um, that's a positive. Uh, Yeah, but again, (laughs) I know I'm frustrated with everybody else when Andrew McDonald plays, and I go, "Ah, not too bad. Um, And when you play Andrew McDonald 16 minutes – I have no problem with that. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd really prefer a defense that didn't feature both McDonald and Follin. But if Radko comes up sick, like, who has seven good defensemen? We're not the Predators. So that's – it is what it is. Radko's back in there Saturday. Big thumbs up from me. Um, I You know, if you go McDonald-Follin on a nightly basis, that's eh. But for uh, – uh, yeah, you only gave up two when the goalie was in the net tonight. Defense wasn't the problem again. Flyers need a 20-foot wide net so they can get more shots on goal. They need soccer nets right now. Bring back Rob Zep. I mean, if not just for the – if not just for all the beats using – using Led Zeppelin references. I, I think the best one, though, was Ryan Gilbert, and that's no surprise. Gilbert is uh, is, is really great at that stuff. But, yeah, um, bring back Rob Zepp just to have, you know, when the Levy Breaks references in every single beats stories um, for two games. Can we talk about the new Power Play 1 format? Not crazy about players on their off hands. Feel like passes were fumbled tonight because of that a couple of times at least. Um. I mean, Jake was back to where he's supposed to be, and I like – I wish Jake would shoot more on the power play, honestly, because him on the – I really like uh, – as much as I like TK's ability to maybe go short side uh, from the right side on the power play, if they're playing off of Jake, which they often do, I like his ability to step in and shoot from uh, from that spot and, you know, if nothing else, or, you know, step in and then have the have the half shot Backdoor pass to uh to Simmons or whoever's in front. I'm trying to. Um, they have JVR in front and he's a lefty, and that gives you. That's just a little. I, I I'm not crazy about the net front guy is the to me the least important. I want Patrick and JVR there, and uh, I want JVR in the slot and then popping in front when Patrick gets the puck behind the net. Like that's my thing is. I, I want a rotation like that. It's just they don't, they don't have nearly enough movement on that power play right now. And I get it. They want to stick with what works, but it's not three years ago. Even even Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, they have to switch up the offense sometimes because it gets stagnant. You need to you need to go with what you know. Just, if they're defending the thing you do well, you need to switch it up and make a play somehow else, some some other way. Uh, Blom gets moved off his line. With uh, top three all minus, I mean, minus is what it is. uh, Like, Patrick gets stripped of the puck, goes the other way. Giroux gets that one minus because it's an empty net goal. Empty net goals happen. That's what happens when you pull the goalie. Like, the defense wasn't bad tonight. That's not the issue. They just have to score. This team is supposed to score. They haven't been. Any team that has Weislaterra, I mean, Laterra didn't play tonight. Alba Kubel, I, I mean, he's a sort of fourth liner is, and Wheel playing Wheel wins battles. Wheel's pretty good. I know he gets knocked off the puck, but in 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 fifty fifty pucks, he he comes out with them. I feel like as much as anybody. He's not nearly strong enough on the puck, which is an issue because he is creative. And Ken, I love when he cuts to the middle. I wish he would make quit. My biggest issue with Jordan Wheel, honestly, is the speed of his decision making. I feel like he has good instincts in terms of where to go. But then after that, it takes too long to say what's next, if that makes any sense at all. Defense can only do so much. Goalie needs to pick. It. I mean, goalie hasn't been that big of an issue uh, in the last. I, goalie is an issue for this team overall. And goalie will be an issue at some point again in the future as soon as Saturday because Cal Pickard is in all likelihood starting, and I'm not that big a believer in him. Is he capable of playing well? Sure. He's in the NHL. All goalies are capable of playing well. But if I had to bet, is he going to hold Tampa under three? No. And with a team that's not scoring right now, that's an issue. Give me one second. Hmm. Sweet, I know it's when I drink on here, it's normally beer, but uh, I have the overnight show tonight. Uh, So if you're interested in hearing me rant more uh, about not just the Flyers, but the Sixers and Eagles as well, and probably some baseball-free agency and who the hell else knows what's going to come up, listen to the Big Daddy Graham show tonight from 2 to 5.30, well, this morning, whatever it is, 2 a.m. to 5.30 a.m., to hear me with Big Daddy Graham on 94WIP. That's my plug. Uh, that play on Ghost at the end, and no one other than Weis goes over to say something. They need to be protective of each other. Uh, they don't seem to be doing that this season. And yeah, that was, um, you know, there have been different circumstances throughout the year where I just go, Egh. you know, take the power play, skate away and take advantage later, whatever. Um, but this is a game in hand, and Goss Despair is one of your best players. You can't let that shit fly. That's one I will say. Uh, something needed to happen, and they cut away, so I didn't actually see it. the puck went down the other end when it happened, so they cut away, so I wasn't sure what happened, but I know there wasn't a fight, because they would have cut to that, and yeah, I was uh, I was not a fan of, of what happened there. I like when uh, guys like Jake shake off the D-man and get past him, that's what we need more of, and he's a prime candidate to do it, and he shows his ability to do it sometimes. I mean, if Jake played to his potential, he'd be the best player on the team. I am, uh, I am, convinced of that um it just there's just an element to his game he doesn't tap all the time that if he did he'd be awesome and he's very good you know like jake is a very good player but he would be literally great if he just tapped that extra two percent frost and not an upgrade from wheel i mean not right now it's, it's probably not no Ghost has been terrible in my opinion he tries to do too much you don't need to take slap shots all the time uh, quick deceptive release is better than big blocked slap shot I wouldn't say he's been terrible i'd say he's been up and down and hasn't really hasn't really reached it all the way yet like hasn't been close i'll say he hasn't been close to what he was for the second half of last season when he was all right this is the ghost we you know this is the ghost we need last year especially in the second half um I'd say he's been up and down and yeah, he does. He needs to get it on net. That's absolutely 100% a fair criticism. The, uh, the big blasts are nice. And when you get in a situation tonight, when you have a lane, he took it goal gets taken away on goalie interference. Nothing you can do about that. Um, but when you have the lane, like he did tonight, sure. But take that snapper, take it, throw a couple of slap passes to the back door, something to get them off of Uh, something to get them off of your fastball. You know, that's, Every now and then you need to throw up the junk just to keep uh, just to keep the defense honest. Steph loves when I do um Steph loves when I do other sport analogies so I try to she hates it. I, so I try to slip them in as much as possible. I feel like they are really second guessing themselves on the power play could really tell tonight. Yeah, it just seems when the first option is in there they it's a group that can handle the puck it's a group that's good finding the finding the second option and man when it's when the immediate play isn't there they just seem to turn it over immediately and they just it seems like the rebound is never to where our guy is just man it's it's a really i'm going to say frustrating 400 times tonight because that's how i feel I think a Golden Tate, Bryce Harper, Jimmy Butler line could work. It would definitely be better than uh, the potential Weiss, Letera, NAK. I'll tell you that. Nobody should want to bring Hart into this dumpster fire. I mean, defensively, they're fine. uh, Nobody should want to bring Hart up before he's ready. He had a good game the other night. He hasn't been very good in the AHL yet. Let him be awesome there first. Has nothing to do with team in front of him. When he's ready, he's ready. I don't care if they dress zero defensemen. When that guy is ready, he's ready. Um he just isn't yet. Let, give it time. Panthers game was hard to watch. That was freaking ugly, man. I wouldn't say tonight was even harder to watch because the Panthers, they just for the entire sixty minutes it feel like felt like they could establish nothing. They were in a rhythm offensively for the first 30 minutes of this game. They just pff, could not finish. Is Provorov drunk? I, You know, man, I – from the opening faceoff tonight, he, he fumbled – that's when he fumbled in around the same area that uh, – on the other side, but like right inside the blue line between the uh, – between the top of the circles and the blue line, and it was same like strip, I would say cross ice strip as uh, as Nolan Patrick when you know for the first goal. Thought maybe the ice was bad, but Provorov, talk about a guy! He has to be second guessing himself with the puck or something, because man, he is he plays with too long of a stick. First of all, that's something that is very clear to me right now. His stick is too long. Giggity. Something's wrong, though. Hitting five posts, players need contacts. I was joking around on Twitter tonight. I, you know, played from third grade till men's league when I was 26 and maybe hit three posts in my whole life. And I was in awe of what they did tonight, hitting all those freaking posts. Like four in the first period, was it? Every devil's game is hard to watch. Every day. There was a time when... when I was with Sons of Pen, I would say no. I'm like they'd be like, "Are you?" I would tell them straight up. Uh, we'd be getting ready to do a podcast. I'd be like, "No, it was a Tuesday night against the Devils. I'm not watching." I would refuse the press pass if they were playing the Devils. It's like, nah, someone else can go. I ain't doing it. Sanheim has looked good the whole season. Yeah, he's slowly working his way up. Um, I honestly. Maybe, I mean, he's just a good player. Let's start there. Sandheim, good player, first-round pick. Defensemen just take a while sometimes. Um, you know, and this is Provorov, maybe just hitting some bumps. Maybe that's the problem. It's, our expectations were too high, and he overachieved, and he's hitting some bumps for the first time ever. And it's bothering him as much as it's bothering us. I'm willing to say that. Uh, Sandheim, maybe I'm willing to credit Dave Hackstall a little bit this year, not last year. What he did with him last year was absolute... Travesty. Uh, trademark, that was me. Um, maybe this year, the way he's brought him along slowly is a credit to Haxtell developing him a little bit. Again, all the credit in the world to Travis Sandheim, turning himself into a good NHL player, and he's slowly starting to become more and more noticeable. And I am a big Sandheim fan. Can't wait to see this kid play in his prime. Uh, but I'm willing to say maybe Dave Hackstall has handled him well this year. Uh want to see him be given more responsibility as he earns it, which I think he has. Uh fourth most minutes again tonight, but it seems that Hackstall's really most comfortable with playing him a lot when they're losing. So um and he's 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 got good offensive skills, so that makes sense. Uh but using him on the pa- on the penalty kill, want to see more of that because he can skate and he can do something when he gets to a loose puck. But uh Sandheim has been not as Like, he hasn't been like Nolan Patrick and – excuse me. He hasn't been like Patrick and Lindblom on the West Coast trip, you know? Like, he hasn't been that crazy, effective player. But he's absolutely shown that he's becoming a very good NHL player right in front of us. Uh, Been watching the Flyers since the 70s. Why does it seem – like the Flyers Devils games suck. It's like the hockey equivalent of watching the Giants play the Giants. Uh, they seem like they suck because they do suck. Flyers Devils games suck. Any way to petition the NHL to convert all of the Flyers' remaining home games to away games? Freaking put a put a put some ice in the parking lot or something, man. These. Uh, it's so damn fr- – and I, I really do feel for the people who like go to games consistently, and I get why they're so much more frustrated with the team than maybe I am because you're paying all that money to go see them, and that's, it seems to be they just can't get it going at home at all. I'm fed up with a quiet wells Fargo Center don't get it listen man i i I understand, however they've been bad at home you know i i can I can only fault the people in the seats so much when they haven't been given the best possible product at all. I truly believe that a different offensive philosophy uh, philosophy would make the team better. Then again, all coaches are bad. Listen, I yes, um, they do need a different offensive philosophy. And when they went west, it looked like they were making strides. Uh, I, I yeah, they they just need less, just more behind the net, man. Less up high, more down low. That's all I I, I can only say it so much. handed this matters I don't know why it's so hard for coaches to see it it does uh, and I think they are pretty I think they're pretty conscious of it um especially on the power play uh it's one of the re i yeah uh it, it absolutely does matter I think there are guys like there are defensemen who are left-handed and are good at playing the right side uh, I know a lot of lefties who like to shoot from the right side and same thing I know righties who like to shoot from the left side um it very much matters to the Flyers power play especially in terms of the slot guy it's why Val Philpola started in the Braden Shen spot last year because he's left-handed and it was just okay we can get those one-timers off the wall from Drew and obviously it's Val Philpola so eventually it went to Sean Couturier and that ended up working last year I would like to see either Lindblom or JVR in that spot right now because I love Couturier and I just like long term wise I don't see him as a great fit for a first power play especially with all the other talent out there and if you do what I do do what I want with Nolan Patrick still uh, out on the ice you have two centers you have Giroux and you have or centers you have two guys who can take face offs in Patrick and Giroux so. I I would love to see that, but it's, it's an issue right now. They need anything, any trade shakeups needed. I'm not against it. I would love, I mean, it just depends on what's out there. I don't know what other teams are looking to send us. And when you're desperate, as Elliot Friedman says, other GMs don't send you life preservers. They send, they throw you anchors, you know, Um, it just depends on what's out there. I would love something to shake it up. It would be exciting. We would get—I'd get to report on it. We'd have a podcast. Lots of people would listen to it. It would be good for me. I I don't know what's available. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm—I highly doubt Ron Hextall's just not picking up the phone. You know, I'm sure he's seeing what's out there every day. Um, Just depends on what makes sense. First power play probably dominates in practice, but that's because our PK is trash. I used to say that about um, about Wayne Simmons when he kept getting all those shootout opportunities. I was like, he probably has one move that works on Briz every single time. <laughs> so we keep sending him out there thinking he's good at it. And he scored a couple, but I, I just really felt like the players that were being chosen kept being chosen because they would score on the Flyers goalies who were bad at shootouts. And, and you know what? There's probably something to the fact that the Flyers power play uh, kills a bad penalty kill unit. Bill, you are like a free shrink. Jesus Christ. If you're coming to me for mental health stuff. Is Neuvert back from the dead or are Flyers going to have to bring up a goalie to replace Pickard on Saturday? Uh, I'm fairly certain. Last I checked, which was – Either last night or the night before, he was still on injured reserve. Right, let's give that a look. I mean, they could always activate him because, uh, where are they right now? Yeah, they're 22 out of 23 on the active roster, so they could always activate him. But yeah, Michael Neuvert's still on IR, so I assume they're going to bring up Alex Lyon. And I don't, we don't know what maybe it was just precautionary with Elliot. I doubt it. Um, But we'll see. I I don't know how severe his injury is. But I assume it'll be Pickard starting and Lyon backing up on Saturday, if I had to guess. I know Flyers fans hate me for saying this, but I think Simmons or Vorchek need to go. I'm a Leafs fan, so I don't care. But I'm just saying take Nylander for either of them. Listen, I would love William Nylander, and if you want to make that trade, sure. Um, Kyle Dubas doesn't want to give William Nylander, you know, a, what is he, twenty one, twenty, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, maybe year old, who's already had two sixty point seasons, eight mil. I seriously doubt he's going to want to take Voracek's contract. And Simmons is a rental. Maybe you can get something done, and he's a little, uh, he's he's cheaper than, you know, he's cheaper than what you'd be spending on. You know a Nealander, but I uh, sure, yeah, I'll take Willie Nylander for either of those guys. But I don't, I just don't think it really makes sense. Uh I don't think it makes a ton of sense. Next, all is looking for his swing line stapler. It's good. Don't you feel like it's been the same last four years? And when does Lappy become accountable? No, because I feel like the circumstances have. I, I understand people's wanting to lump everything in together. I get it. I just recognize that the circumstances, year to year over the last few years, have been vastly different. Uh, and this, and that's why I am being more harsh on them this year, because I feel as if they have I feel as if they have a roster that's finally good enough to compete for the division. I still feel that way. Uh, I feel on paper this team is as good as any team in the division. I realize the Penguins have Malkin and Crosby. I realize all the talent on Washington. I think the 23 guys that the Flyers have on any given night are as good as those teams. I thought the Flyers could have beat Washington in the playoffs last year. I just think they match up well with them. Um, they beat the shit out of them twice in the regular season. I think they were three and three and one, or three, yeah, I think they were three and one against them last year. Uh, I... I, I, I doesn't matter. I'm getting off time. I just feel as if the circumstances surrounding this team have been different over the last few years, so I've graded them on different scales. Now, of course, game to game, if you're sitting here watching me, you know I get nuts about every game because I just spent two and a half hours watching the game. Of course, I'm emotional about it. It would be a waste of time if I didn't feel that way. You know, why watch if you're not going to get emotionally invested? But I just think big picture wise, the teams have been different. And this year is the first year they're good enough to challenge for a division. And it's just, mm. and again, I'm frustrated mostly because the games they gave away in the first two, three weeks of the season, now it's when you have a tough luck game like tonight, when you hit a bunch of posts. Uh, And honestly, I thought they played pretty well overall, a couple of breakdowns, you know, Um, same thing against Florida, just couldn't get anything going, but I won't say they played poorly, just won't say they played well. When you have those, okay, sometimes you lose games, they hurt so much more because you've already given away other games. And that's where I am right now with this team and why I'm why I'm upset with them. They always lose games like these. The year they actually win the Cup, they find ways to win these types of games. Yeah, I mean, it do, it takes, you know... It, yeah, and they're not... Ch- I don't think they can win a Stanley Cup. Like, when I say challenge for a division, I don't mean win a Stanley Cup. I don't think they're good enough or their guys are far enough along. The the guys they count on to get through, you know, the 16 to 28 game sprint that is the NHL playoffs, I think other teams are just more mature. I think other teams just have, uh, you know, a little more experience and our Flyers haven't won a, a fucking playoff round since 2012. I don't think that they're there. I just think that, They're good enough to win a round or two. I always say, if you can win one, you can win two, and if you can win two, that means you're in the goddamn stand or in the, you know, conference final. But uh, they they have to find they just have to get it clicking. However, on the opposite end of this, I will say, as maddening as these slow starts to the season are. I have seen plenty of Flyers teams in the past, the Flyers teams we all grew up with. How many teams did we think in October, November, December? This is a cup team, no doubt. Uh, There is something to peaking too early. I get that. I just, man, this isn't peaking. It's just score a fucking goal. Right now, our biggest problems are special teams and offense. Surprisingly, worse than the goalie situation and defense. And that's and that's this season in a nutshell. Right now, the things I thought were strengths of this team are not. And that's why I'm still that's why I'm still optimistic about where I think this team will end up at the end of the year, because I have to believe the things I believe in with this team will work. You know, and if they can continue and a big if if they can continue to look good in the areas that I thought were weaknesses, well, then you have a pretty good team on your hands. But right now, goddamn, score a goal, dude. Like, Score a freaking goal. And not a goal. Score more than one. Simmons for Nylander. Done deal, pal. uh, Yeah, sure. I mean, if that's how... Listen, if you want to move Wayne Simmons, get William Nylander, and freaking Kyle Dubas signs off on it, do it before he realizes... He's not running Toronto and isn't – or he's not running the Raptors and isn't trading for Benson. It's like, absolutely, here. Um, But I just – I don't think it makes sense for them. If he wants to do it, done deal. Voracek for Nylander in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, I would probably make that trade. I just don't think it makes any sense whatsoever for Toronto. Toronto wants young D. I wonder, I wonder. Conventional wisdom is they want some defensemen. But I wonder if, hey, we're losing some offense. Let's get, you know, you're losing William Nylander. We want to replace William Nylander because that's what that team does is score goals. That's always going to be their strength. They can add to their defense. They're going to at some point. Um, But I bet you when that trade, if that trade happens, and I don't think it's going to, but if it does... um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a forward is the main piece that Toronto gets back. Sometimes Jake takes it easy on the ice, which is why he surprised the Devils when he got to the puck to the gate icing. Uh he does he he's a little more relaxed than I think of. Oh, low battery, fam. Oh wow, we're like over an hour, huh? Oh, I got nowhere to be for a few hours so we can hang out. Brian Elliott gets hurt. By God, that's Alex Lyon's music. Last I saw, Alex Lyon was doing pretty well uh, to start the season, and that was – I don't even remember how long ago it was. So let's give it a look-see. All goalies, Lehigh Valley. Oh, all right. His numbers have taken a dip. Uh, Since I last saw them, uh, yeah, four games, uh, four games. Oh, wow. I guess I saw him after like one or two games maybe. He was up and down and stuff, so that makes sense. 9-10 save percentage, not awful. Uh, All right. I thought he was having a better season down there than he is. Uh, if we finished a quarter of the scoring chances we've had, we would be leading the Metro. Yeah, they need to just execute, and a quarter is pretty high. But I get that's why I'm not that upset. I'm frustrated. I'm absolutely frustrated. Five posts is frustrating. I can only imagine what they feel like in the locker room after hitting five posts. Um, but execution is the issue right now. It's my biggest problem. I think matchups played a big part in tonight's game. Over the last few games the Patrick Line has played really well tonight. I think that wasn't the case. Uh what are your thoughts? Did the coach get out coached? I I wouldn't say that because especially for the first thirty minutes, I thought the Flyers played extremely well and carried a majority of the play. I think they got frustrated when they just couldn't finish on offense and the Devils, you know, cashed in a couple of mistakes. I mean they're losing one nothing until uh you know a couple of I, of course, I closed out. Of course, I did. Like they're losing, you know, one nothing until the last, less than ten minutes of the third, was it? When did they? When did they fall behind two nothing? Long pause as he waits for the box score to open again. What was the time of the goal? Yeah, thirteen fifty-two. Like there's, there. Yeah. You know. Six minutes left, basically, in the game before Devils go up 2 nothing. I, I don't think it was coaching tonight. I think the coach can't hit the net, not the post. I I don't know. Flyer system is unsustainable over 10 games, nonetheless 82. If we're going to be an offensive team, it relies way too much on point shots, and we don't have players uh, to get to net for dirty goals or tips. You never get pucks low and play a shorter game. And another huge ridiculous problem is how you can go into season relying on two off injured goalies, especially with a soft D, which two are all which two are offensive minded I mean, offensive minded defensemen are that just means they know how to play the puck. You you're not allowed to defend the front of your net anymore. You need to win battles, you need to get the puck up ice, and that's what this defense build playing pretty damn well lately. Um Yes, going in with these goalies was an issue. They wanted to give Carter Hart an honest chance to win the job, and he was pretty close, man. I really think if he played better in that uh in that last preseason game, it's a real tough decision, but he's his angles were off. He was playing small in that last game. It was just eh. And he, they have six goalies on the roster. You know, after they, they had five, they pick up uh Pickard off of uh, off waivers. They got six. It was it's always been, we're going to piece the goalie together until some of these prospects are ready. You know, they have Hart, they have Sandstrom, they have Ustomenko, uh who's the Fedotov, they have another dude, um, blanking on his name right now. They have a bunch of goalie prospects, and it's always just kind of been, we have to piece it together and not block them, so, they're, so we have a spot for them when they're here. Uh, but, I mean, goaltending goal hasn't been, it was an issue early in the season. It hasn't been. I believe it's going to be again, probably Saturday. Uh, but I can't blame this season on that right now. Got to score. And they do have a lot of guys who get to the front. I mean, they have Wayne Simmons, they have JVR. Nolan Patrick has been a good net front uh, in the times they've put him there and in the times he's uh, he's been with other playmakers. I mean, they have guys who can do it. Um, just they haven't in the last couple, and it's very frustrating. How much more time do we give Hexie? I mean, this is the first. This is the first season his plan has started to come together. That's uh, like from 2014 through last season, he admitted this summer that the winning at the NHL level was not his number one priority. This year it is, uh, and he went out and signed JVR. He signed one of the biggest free agents available. So I, I just he had a long term plan in mind and he came in here with the idea of bringing stability to an organization that didn't have it this was an organization in in chaos from the Lindros era on, basically, firing coaches, doing this, doing that, making trades, uh, sending away picks, sending away prospects. Soon as Chris Grattan doesn't produce, yeah, send him back to Tampa Bay. Bring back Michael Renberg. Like, yeah, let's go get Paul Coffey. Trade a first, a second, and a third for Adam Oates. Like, yeah, J- uh, Carter and Richards. Yep, not working. Ship them out, you know. Bring in Briz. He's the goalie available. Fuck Bobrovsky. Yeah, it was just so much nonstop. Yeah, Vinny LeCavalier, yeah, He's the biggest name available. I don't care if he just got bought out by a franchise in which he is a legend. He'll work here. No, he won't. And it didn't. So I get that Hextall wanted to bring stability. However, again, this is the year he. Uh, this is the year I begin judging what he's built because it took this long to get to this point. This is the team he's actually built now, and it'll continue to be more his team going forward. And, yeah, I mean, GM doesn't score the goals either. When all else fails, drop the gloves. Oh, wait, we're not allowed. No reason to prevent Simmer from fighting there. I mean, the reason is, what's the point of the fight? If the point of the fight is to just drop the gloves, the NHL wants to get rid of that. If there's a reason to fight, you fight. At the end, of, when the game's over, there's no point. No point. That's a useless fight. That's, that's Goonie staged bullshit. Fight when there's something to fight for, not when the game's already over. Linblom and Sandheim are quickly becoming building blocks disappointed in Connectney but he will turn it around. They really need uh they they really need Connectney to turn it around because he's got leash this year. Um I can't blame the coach for Travis Connectney right now. Hextall has sat back 5 years now with a core that needs to be ripped apart. He's done nothing, in my opinion, but worry about the cap, future, and drafting, and not winning. Go around the NHL, it's the same teams going tougher, changing roster to win. I mean, yeah, that was the point, because this core, I don't, until Couturier really broke out last year, Simmons is what he is, a good power play player, Jake Voracek, you know, a nice tweener, winger, first line, second line. Like, this core was Claude Giroux, and it was, we're going to let our veterans do what they do if they get us to the playoffs. That's fine. If they don't, they don't, because we're worried about other things. They very much needed somebody to manage the cap, to bring in picks, to collect assets, because they had none. They had nothing to go with, and that's why we had that era of, you know, between Carter and Richards and now. Like, that's why we had that dead era of, we got nothing because they'd used up all their assets. They'd spent all their cap space. They had nothing. And they had to rebuild that if they had any point like there was no there was no path to winning when Giroux was twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven years old. There was no way with all their with all their commitments and with as few picks and prospects as they had, you couldn't you couldn't have bought a winning team if you wanted to. So they had to do what they did. And I get it. It made sense. But from here, leaving that, from this past summer on, is how I will judge the NHL team under Ron Hextall because he wasn't concerned about other things because it didn't matter anyway. The goaltending is god awful. We were there, and the wraparound goal, second Devils goal, was really weak. How does Elliott not move post to post when a player is skating behind the net with the puck? Well, I mean, he made a he made a wraparound save earlier in the game, and you saw he came out afterwards because he got hurt. I need to see another replay of that. I'm going to watch it once I'm done here because it really, I thought in lo, uh, at the at game speed, it looked like his foot got uh, hooked. Uh, it looked like he got a little wrapped up with another devil. Could have been goalie interference. I don't know. I didn't see it. I need to see the replay. But I thought maybe he got hooked. But he got hurt on the play. That's why he didn't get post to post. Goaltending had nothing to do with what happened tonight. They didn't score a goal. Can't win 0-0. Why not let Stolars in, give him a chance, at least build him up some value. If you know Hart will be our guy. Uh, that's, you don't just hope. I, I, I know that's. I, yeah, sure, put Stolars in, but I, who cares about Anthony Stolars? Hmm. I'd love to get the young D man, Colton Pareco from the Blues, but I agree the Leafs will grab a score. Not, a, I don't. Yeah, I mean I don't see them trading Colton Pareko. Uh, WFC attendance has been lowest in past decade. Been to two games this year. It's not the same as it used to be. Can't tell if it's product on ice with the corny bullshit on the jumbotron year after year. Upper deck renovations are nice though. Wish they played better. I mean, if you're if you're going to a game and go, yeah, I'm not going to any more games because they do corny stuff on the Jumbotron, like I who gives a shit. I honestly think that this organization doesn't know how to judge talent. It's an interesting. I don't know how you came up with that. Remember when every team hated the Flyers, hated playing them on the road, and especially hated playing them in their house? I mean, no. They haven't – like, here's the thing about the good old days. They haven't been close to being a real winner since the 80s. You know, like, as fun as the 90s teams were, they all underachieved incredible – those were Stanley Cup-caliber teams that didn't do shit. Like, uh, you know, they – at least in the 80s they went to cups and lost because they ran into dynasties but this hasn't been that organization my entire life i was born in 1988 like the last time the flyers were cup contenders for real was like 87 you know it's they've had some nice teams they've never they haven't been that team in so long All right guys, it's we're over an hour 15. Uh Elliot looked like he pulled a groin. Yeah, I mean that's what it looked like to me. He's going down trying to go side to side and that's just the way it goes. All right guys, we're at an hour 15. That is all the time I have for you tonight on the Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. Have a great week everybody. Oh, and make sure you uh you listen to me if you're up. If you're an early riser or a late to bed person, 2 to 5 on 94, 2 to 5.30 on 94 WIP on the Big Daddy Graham Show. Now, have a great week, everybody. Hey, guys, this is John Stolness from the Good Fight and the Phillies podcast, Hittin' Season. Man, the 2018 season was, well, it was interesting anyway, and the upcoming offseason looks to be even more interesting. So if you want to stay up to date on all things Phillies this offseason, subscribe to the Good Fight podcast feed and get my podcast, Hittin' Season, where I talk to Phillies beat writers, Broadcasters and fellow Good Fight bloggers, as well as national baseball writers, and the occasional interview with Matt Clentac and Gabe Kapler. Also, you'll get Continued Success, a Phil's podcast hosted by Justin Clue and Liz Rocher, covering all things Phillies, and The Dirty Inning, a hilarious podcast hosted by Justin and Trevor Strunk, looking at the very worst innings in Phillies' history. And you'll get bonus podcasts every time big news is made with the team. Seriously, if you want to stay up to date on everything revolving around your favorite baseball team as they return to contention, make sure you are subscribed to the Good Fight podcast feed.